When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Grand rising and priming powerful beings. Shout out to you. It's the holistic motivator. And today I'm going to be talking about seeking God through a personal relationship. Relationships are everything. In fact, the fundamental basis of our lives are all surrounded around relationships. Even the business that we do are relationships. The work that we do at work, relationships at home, relationships, school, relationship, at the store, relationship. But the most important relationship that we can actually have is the one that we have with our creator, with our maker, with our Abba, with our source. And it is through that relationship that we are able to be led, that we are able to know what to do and to be able to stay healthy. So keep tapping into this episode of Ed Talks Daily as I talk about seeking God through a personal relationship. Let's get it. Ed Talks Daily is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a holistic mindset? How do you put Christ at the forefront? Oneness, holy, so that way you can have a healthy body, healthy relationships, and in tune spirit. By solidifying your relationship with your maker, your creator, your Abba, and your source. Well, keep tapping into this episode of Ed Talks Daily, which you can also listen to on the go by going to edtalksdaily.com. And every time you go to edtalksdaily.com, make sure you leave a review if you have not yet left a review for the Apple Podcasts on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Write something. Let, let us know how it's going. That's going to allow this to go all around the world. And if you are a loyal listener, you definitely should tap in. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel and comment below on this video. Like the video and share it. So... Relationships are everything. In fact, relationships are so important that the word says, if you have an issue with your brother or sister or mother, make sure that you go ahead and handle that first before you come and pray. And that's actually what we're going to start about and how the enemy uses discord in our relationships to keep away our communication with Christ. Right. So discord in our relationships is one of the major seeds that the enemy uses in our lives. I didn't really notice that till I really seen that. Right. And there was a time where I had uh, moments of silence between me and my stepmom and we would have these long moments of silence. And that was her childhood trauma, which became my childhood trauma. I didn't even realize that I was adopting her way of responding to stressful situations. So it was like, yo, we would one would shut down when the conversation got hard instead of talking about it. And I decided at some point that I was going to start standing up for whatever it is, not all, not rudely, 
but effectively and that in the beginning didn't always work because people would think like i'm going against you or whatever no i'm just trying to communicate to you because i got a voice and that voice is important to be heard right my throat can be hold back for so long so i was like yo ma i got a voice you can't just get mad and be quiet and you think that's going to solve the issue now you're going to go a month without talking to me all that we're not doing that right so when i started to become a man i started to grow up a little bit but then again i i noticed that I still was traumatically held back by holding my voice back and then just snapping when I couldn't hold it anymore, right? So sometimes you snap when you don't communicate effectively. And a lot of us are living in a strange relationship with Christ where we normally have a silent treatment where we're giving God the silent treatment, but he's not giving us the silent treatment. And what happens is whenever we think uh, there's something that's in, out of discord, we run away from God and we don't actually talk about it, nor confess it, agree that he's right. Sometimes you just got to agree that, yo, yeah, God, I've sinned. And that's the beginning of your redemption, agreeing. But instead of agreeing, sometimes you just be in disagreement through rebellion. Sometimes in life, disagreement through rebellion doesn't always make sense. Sometimes it's not really, a, sometimes you got to agree to disagree. So discord in your relationships causes a discord in your major relationship with Christ. And I discovered this because we had periods of resentment and isolation and it wasn't good for my mental health. It definitely wasn't good to wake up every day and be around that energy, even though I didn't want to be around that energy. I had to be around that energy. It, it didn't feed any any of us, right? It wasn't good for anybody in that environment. Any, it's only everything caused you to be frustrated. So the enemy sows discord in your relationships to severe to severe to, to severe your relationship with Christ. Because then, if I can hold you holding something in your heart against somebody, then how are you gonna come talk to me? So one relationships affect another. So we start from there because if you have an issue with your brother or sister, then we have to we have to we have to work on that. Okay? So that's actually one of the major ways to get a better to improve your prayer life is to improve your other relationships. Okay? One of the best ways to improve your prayer life, I'm gonna say it again, is to actually improve your relationships. So what, what are some of the things that the enemy tries to do when you're going to another level? Create discord amongst the people that you're going to another level with. So I, I start to realize the enemy schemes. Okay. And one of the things that I've learned to do in this season is communicate. Right. Communication is very important because it allows you to get off your chest so you, you can be your heart can be freed from holding things in. Right. When we communicate, we make we, we make life more effectively. Right? When we go to God, God can answer us. And, and the discord is not being planted. I discovered that nothing means more to me than my personal relationships with the people I love the most. And when my relationships are out of order, I'm out of whack, especially when it comes close to home. So one of the things that I noticed was... It starts with home. Start with your parents, your spouse, your brother, your sister. 
And you, you might notice all types of discord. Like in the past three years, I've literally been on a healing journey that only could happen by being in proximity to the people that I love. Literally, I didn't realize that going back home was part of my hero's journey until I realized of what I was healing from by coming back into my environment. So sometimes you might be running away from the very place you need so your prayers can be answered. And by that I mean you need to go back to certain places and resolve certain things. And you don't always have to go back to the physical place. But there are some things in your childhood that's actually obstructing your blessing right now. Literally, there are some relationships that are causing you to isolate yourself from new relationships because you actually ex you actually are you you are so sure that the same thing is going to happen again when it's not the case. Right. Because a lot of times when you're looking for you, you get a new relationship, you're like, man, the same thing is about to repeat. So your subconscious mind will create discord just to keep your story active. So a lot of times your subconscious mind can create discord to create it active and it, the enemy will plant as many seeds as it can because collaboration is like one accord. To be on one accord towards a specific vision or goal that has to do with Christ is very detrimental to the kingdom of darkness. So what does this have to do with our relationship with Christ and others? I'm saying one of the major things that we have to heal from before we even think about our, and we got to keep focusing on our relationship with Christ. We can't heal that. He's going to help us heal all those things. Like I said yesterday, we can't go to the laundry with clean clothes. We got to, we can, but that means you wouldn't even need to go there. You got to bring your dirty clothes to the laundry to get them washed. So that means that you don't need to go to God with all your relationship problems figured out, but at least you need to start forgiving certain people and letting them go from your heart. All right? So if you don't do that, that's going to block out your prayer. Okay? So here's one of the major things. We have to draw ourselves near to God and he will draw near to you. Right? One of the major things that when it comes to praying, God doesn't just say come pray. He says, come near me and I'll come near you. Clean your hands by just acknowledging that you are a sinner. So he said, cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Which means going to God is saying like, God, I acknowledge my sins. You got to give him praise by drawing near to him. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's praise. Ask him for his purpose to be done in your life. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Do you on earth as it is in heaven. Right? Because you have a citizenship with God on earth as it is in heaven. You're a citizen of heaven. So God needs to do some things through you. We started with irreverence. And we, we went on to our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth through me as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Okay? So now you're asking the Holy Spirit, yo, God, don't just give me food to eat, but put the food in the Spirit. Even help me with this prayer. 
because I, I don't even know what I need from now. I, I, need, I need you to give me daily bread. Because when we think about bread, it's not just bread for the body. It's bread for the finish in the blank spirit. It's bread for your soul. Give us our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. We're confessing unto the Lord. As we have forgiven those who have trespassed against us. So now how God going to forgive you for your trespasses if you have not forgiven those who have trespassed against us? So then that comes with that heart work that he's talking about. Purify your hearts. Acknowledge that you, you are a sinner, that you have sinned. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who are trespassing against us. Lead us not into temptation. So now, you're going on fighting on the flesh now. You're saying, God, man, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil ones. Right? So uh, we can't skip all of the beginning steps and go straight to deliverance. The deliverance doesn't happen before the forgiveness, before the reverence. Before asking God to do something through your life, before all of these things, deliverance is not going to just come before all of those things. And those things are all about abiding. John 5 verse 4 to 5 says, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Right? Abiding in God is remaining in God. Okay? So we can't be of the world and of God and then constantly going to God. Like our citizenship won't be revoked per se but to be in good standing we have to abide in who in god right that's good good standing we want to keep being in good standing because when you're in a relationship with somebody you don't go cheat on the bridegroom amen when you're in a relationship when you have a husband you don't go cheat on him and then you come back and be like yo husband i need i need 200 be like wasn't you out there cheating yesterday with your sins Okay, so it doesn't mean that God doesn't hear you when you sin, but it just creates a, a distance between. And now, guess what? You should be confessing unto the Lord, rebuilding, reconnecting. And guess what? It's hard for God to do a work in your life if you keep having to reconnect, reconnect. God's like, you got to stay in me if you're going to keep bearing much fruit. Because guess what? If I have a vine... I can't cut off the branch and put the branch back on. Cut off the branch, put the branch back on. Cut off the branch, put the branch back on. The branch is going to die. I can't keep uprooting the plant from the soil, transplant it at its miniature stage, and then transplant it at its next stage. And then transplant when it's big. That's too much transplanting. It doesn't mean that grace is not there. It just means the fruitfulness ain't there. The beauty of God is you could keep on transplanting, but the growth going to be stunting. Every time I transplant a plant, it takes a little time. The leaves might wither. They have to grow new leaves. It has to get accustomed to the soil. If I only do that one time. If I had to do that a bunch of times, it just takes a lot. But knowing my personal story, what I know for sure is God will not forsake you. Because I've been transplanted over and over and over and over, especially in my youth. Right? Because I wasn't necessarily, I didn't have a personal relationship with Christ as much as I had a Sunday obligation to go to church, right? It was different. When I had a, well, now I have a personal relationship, it's much different, okay? So the word says, I am the vine, and God is saying, God is the vine, 
You are the branches. Who abides in me and I in him is he that bears more fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Okay, apart from God, that's when, that's when you are powerless. That's when the enemy comes in. That's when all these things come in. Not apart from man. Right? Not, even, not apart from the tribe. Not apart from a teacher. But apart from God. Right? Which means you don't bear much fruit when you are apart from God. Right? Because for apart from me, you can do nothing. So we got to keep fellowshipping with the Father. So that's one of the major things. Like we have to understand that relationship that we build is very important. That relationship that we build with Christ is super important. And no one needs to oversee it. You need to over like the Holy Spirit is overseeing that, reminding you, right? That relationship is, is personal in your closet. Because you have reverence. You have reverence to God. So we have to understand that. That relationship that we have with Christ is the most important relationship we can have. But our human relationships affect our Christ relationship. I'm going to say that again. Our relationship with other humans are affecting our relationship with Christ. And sometimes what's getting in the way of your relationship with Christ is actually the discord in your emotion and your relationships as it relates to love relationships because sometimes you find more love in your boyfriend or your girlfriend more than you find in the from christ and your boyfriend or girlfriend can be an idol they become more important to you than than, than the love of christ what they say matters more than what god promised you what they want matters more than what god said you should do so we often sometimes idol we cause we do idolatry towards our own people that you are with, and all of a sudden you know the Bible man said thou shalt not have sex before marriage, and they're like yo honey he don't give it up I'm gone you got to tell him bye, because <laughs> he said the word said we don't get to pick and choose that's what it says, right? But you know that takes a little bit of time to mature. I think this is one of the biggest part of the body of Christ that most people struggle with. And they kind of give themselves a link. It's hard, though. Ain't, ain't, I mean, ain't no... We ain't even going to say we like we ain't got human nature. And like people say, we like you ain't got needs. <laughs> but what the most important need is the need to be in one with the Holy, Holy Ghost. Right? And abiding in Him is not living in a life of sin and continuously doing it and be like, you know, God has grace. If, if we... Look, we don't need grace for murder because we probably ain't going to do that. Like, most likely, you don't need grace for murder because most of you are not going to kill nobody. But, you know, grace for sexual immorality, I think a lot of us, we want some of that. We want more and more grace. And God's like, no, darkness and light can't remain at the same. So we have to stop cheating on the bridegroom with what he says not to do because he's actually looking at, like, Mandy says he's actually trying to protect us from what being disconnected from the vine is. You get what I'm saying? Because you get you can get keep getting hurt over and over, and then you got to go back to Christ, try to restore your relationship after you made your your man your Christ. Who this message for? 
You made the man your Christ. So every time your heart breaks, now you go well unto the Lord. He was like, oh yeah, I'm the guy, I'm, I'm your friend, huh? <laughs> He's like, I'm your friend. It's like, yo, and we need to, we need to keep going. So we got we we got to create a a, a a a thirst for Christ that we really follow His commandments, that we really are tapped in, that we're sold out to a new level. We need we need the church to be edified to when we we have young people sold out for Christ to another level of consecration, right? Like to the point where you you make the vow of the Nazarite, right? Where to the point where you say God is more important to me than anything, and guess what? You find yourself to be blessed with what you're looking for. The husband, the wife, right? That's kind of like where I'm on, where I had decided that, you, you know what? Like, while I wait for my wife, I'm going to remain pure too. Like, it doesn't mean, it means that just because you're not having sex doesn't mean you're not sinning. Because you can be sinning, watching all types of stuff, doing other things. So it also means creating an environment for God to dwell, use you, all these things. And then all of a sudden, you're going to become the type of person that, that, that has to attract a spouse. And because it's just who you are. It's just in, in a way where you have became um, that, woman, that, that woman, that man that just has the qualities of a husband. That has the qualities of, of a wife. Right? In, in fact, you may not know it, but a little bit extra discipline, especially with your sexual nature... Can attract more husband material because the boys stop playing with you. You you start attracting the men. I, I'm just being real. Y'all want to hear the truth? Like like as, and as a man, you could uh, um, get more wifey material. The better leader and the better like you gotten your everything. You got your relationship Christ. You you healed from some traumas. You got your finances on point. You done. You have a vision. You're going somewhere. I mean now you got options, baby. <laughs> You got options because now it's like you, you ain't, you got something going for you. It's easier to, to get that, right? Because you found your value. And you know, I think a lot of us were looking for our father um, and some of us are looking for our mother. The women are looking for the dad and the men are looking for a mom. And we got to start that with Christ. Okay. So Christ is always the head. Okay. So then, you know, you can't find that father and a husband till you found your father in heaven. So to find the father and your husband, you got to find the father first. Because then the father is your head, the father is his head. Your father going to bring you together. Your father going to give you in marriage to your father. Because that's what your husband really does for you. Is to father you after your father gave you, like your earthly father gives your husband your father, like to literally becomes your daddy. That's why that's why women usually call their man daddy, right? The man don't do the opposite though, but we call our our women. We don't call them mom. So actually, we're looking for our baby. <laughs> you see how the terms go? The man is actually looking for his baby, and the woman is looking for her daddy. So it's that, that father nature and goes between both Christ, the bridegroom, and the church, yet the Christ being at the head of the groom, which is ahead of the bride, 
So it's it's keep it's a represent it's, it keeps going on, right? It's a big family. Who? Okay, okay, we're gonna get a little silly. Yeah, y'all ever watch Barney? I love you. You love me. We are something, something, something. <laughs> yeah, I didn't grow up like. Okay, that was me. <laughs> that was silly, but Barney, man, we are one big family. Wait, what this cat doing? Leave the chicken alone. That's for me to eat, not you. <laughs> I'm with. I'm gonna eat that chicken. I'm gonna eat. <laughs> that chicken, when that head get cut off, I'm eating it. It's too organic. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the subject. But I'm just saying, we're just one big family. Like the Bible is a big family story, yo. That's what the Bible is. A big family. St- <laughs> After that fast, that we are eating that chicken, <laughs> uh, and we got a bunch of chicks here. We got fresh eggs. We living good. Um, we're just one big family, and the family just keeps going on lineage, lineage, lineage. Like from the family of the head family to your family. It's, the Bible's a big family story. So if there's discord between your family. Then how does how does the legacy you see it passes on? It's a big family story. So the enemy's gonna come after your family. That's the first thing he wants to attack. He's already attacked it since he was a child. Now he's gonna come after it some more. He's gonna keep coming after your family, your family, your family, so he could put discord in your family, so he can keep you out from your family. It's a big family story. So the enemy comes after your family to break down the family so he can break down the body of Christ. Because it's a big family story from Adam till, till, till seven billion later. He's been, he's been going through the family. Think about how Adam felt when Eve brought him that fruit. He was like, Eve, you trifling. <laughs> I just kidding. <laughs> why, why you ate that for? But Adam made me really say that. Adam, Adam said, oh, let me, tell, let me get some of that. So he cursed us from the first family. That's what family curses are some of the biggest things to be broken. That's the first step of healing. Once you once those are broken, right? The Bible is a whole story about a family and, and our father looking to restore our relationship with the family. And us going on to, to the to to the to the wrong. A lot of people are getting adopted by the devil. They got the devil be their daddy now. Devil adopting people all over because they don't have the connection to the true father and the true family. So it's a big family story. Absolutely. And we are we are we are from the family. And Jesus restored our family relationship. So our earthly families is a good example of what it means to learn how to have a relationship with Christ. Okay? So if we don't heal from that, then it's going to be difficult for us to to, to do that. So we really have to be careful of the enemy's schemes. We have to pray against it. We have to rebuke it. I remember one time when, when, when really healing started happening between me and my stepmother, it was like one occurrence and I realized that she had got mad. Um, she had said hi to me. I was on the phone. I didn't say hi back. No big deal. I didn't tell her it was a big deal, but she must have gotten triggered. 
I'm like, ma, it ain't that big a deal. And then I realized she was acting a little stink, not talking to me. I was like, ma, we're not doing this again. The enemy not coming between. We are not about to do this. This is my stepmom. I got two moms. I was like, ma, we're not going to sleep with you being angry because I, I ain't say hi to you. I was literally on the phone. Get out of your feelings. We're not letting this happen. And it didn't happen. Now, communication is like understanding how she communicates, communicating in a fashion. Now, when you, when you start healing, you don't act up, you respond, right? So now it's like, yo, let's talk about it. You, you know what? Oh, okay, I get it. Okay, cool. This is why, oh, you know, we take a little, take a little break. So you have to work on those because that, those relationships are the foundation of all your relationships. Because I, I was always like, yo, how I deal with my mom is how I'm going to deal with my wife. And if I can't deal with my mom the way that I want to deal with my wife, then I don't need to have a wife. I was like, how I deal with my mom and how I deal with, with women who are my sisters is how I'm going to deal with my... So I was like, and how I deal with other... That's like how I'm doing with my daughter. So it's like, it's a, all of it is a big family. And, and if you don't heal from that initial family, then you're going you're gonna to have to learn how to... You know, that's a big thing. That's what God wants to do. He wants to heal us in our hearts, in our relationships. And you, want, you don't want the enemy to score discord amongst your family. So, you know, I think this is a very Holy Spirit-led episode. I was thinking about what I need to talk about today. And um, I realized that even in the tribe, you know, there were some instances where there was discord in the family. And I realized that, you know what, I got to learn how to navigate with that. And I don't want that to repeat because there were cycles of abandoning cycles where people would be part of the tribe, something would happen, then people just disappear. I was like, yo, we got to learn how to keep the enemy from attacking our families, not just our family bloodlines, but the ones that we adopt, right? The families that we, 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 we grow in and in the spirit and the body of Christ. So I was like, oh, I see what the enemy tries to do, trying to sow discord in the family, done it before here through various other people and... And it happened before. So now it's a matter of understanding that, going into prayer, I'm learning how to give that compassion, learning how to communicate. So these are all things that I'm actively working through, learning about what it means. And I truly do believe that when you have a relationship with Christ, you, you are your father's son. You are your father's daughter, and you gotta understand how to move like God, how, how to move like Jesus, how, how he would um, respond to the situation. There's a term that says, what would Jesus do? Like, what would Jesus do is actually a great thing to ask yourself when it comes to your relationship with your family, with your friends, with the tribe, and all that good stuff. So, that's one of the things that, you know what, God, please don't allow the enemy to sow discord in places where we are building and, and getting strengthened in, 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 in the name. So, that's one of the things, too, right? So shout out to everybody watching. And since this has been an exclusive episode for the tribe, I just want, want to tell everybody, like, if you ever have discord with anybody in this family, you just have to communicate with one another. We have to be in communication, all right? It, even after the fest, you have to also communicate to me if you want to keep being part of the tribe. That way I can make sure you stay in the text messaging list. Because another thing, too, that happens, you know, after these detox and fasts is... There's a detox list that I send things. So you might not get messages and be like, oh, what's happening? Well, it's because I can't send the messages to all the people in a detox list because not everybody wants to continue on 
So then you have to communicate that. And what I'm doing this time is, of course, it's like a subscription. I'm like, this time, I just want everybody to communicate what you can do so that way I can know who's, who's so that way we could keep this growing. Because I really do believe at this time we need this communities. We need different ways to edify one another. We need different ways to stay in one alignment. And I don't want anybody to feel abandoned, estranged, because we have became a fam family and we want to keep that family growing to another level, another dimension. So I just want to let everybody know who's watching this video. Like after the fast, you got to make sure you communicate. Like, yo, Ed, I want to continue on. So here is, here is, I can pay whatever it is. Is it $19 for, this, for the membership? Yes, I got it. Or maybe I can't pay it. I need a little assistance. I'll be able to donate here and there. But I need, I need something to be able to do it. Fine. But we have to communicate with one another. And don't assume the wrong. I think a lot of people assume certain things that wasn't really the case. They just didn't really get the memo. So this time, I'm finding out what causes discord in the family. And I'm preventive things, like talking about it just now. Just telling you, like, yo, you may not get text messages if you don't communicate that you want to be part of it. Because this is actually a, a subscription-based service that helps sustain the community right because everything costs nowadays and even the big mighty networks is a big fee to use that so it's like oh this is what's going on so family communicate with family family don't just go away without having a conversation about some of the things so just wanted to share that with you that you are part of my family right because we are all part of god's family and if we are in god we are the body of Christ and we are family and we have to treat each other as so. And I don't just see, I see everybody as a big family, really. Like, and that's a good way to look at it because it allows us to see, yeah, we of the same source. And that's Abba and that's God, that's Yahweh, that's Jehovah. And we must stay in that. All right. And by the, by the words of Barney, I love you. You love me. We are something, something, something. I don't even remember the song. Who knows that song? <laughs> All right, shout out to you. Give me a big hug over here. All right, hug, hug. One of these days, everybody, all y'all gonna come to a retreat down in Florida, okay? We gonna come to a retreat in Florida and we, we gonna chat it up. Who, listen, if you wanna come to a retreat in Florida with the fam, let me know, cause we gonna set something up. We gots to save your money now Put $25 a week so, you know, we could handle the stay, the travel, and all that good stuff. You know, we're going to have a nice retreat in Florida. We're going to have a, a get-together, a retreat. We're waiting for the right time, the right moment. And um, so, yeah, man. You know, I just feel like I know I've been wanting to do it, but, you know, I just felt like I needed to. I just want this to grow. But we're going to make it happen. Eventually, we've been talking about it for years now. We're going to make it happen. We're going to find a good time to make that happen. So thank you, everybody, for listen, listening. We're going to make this an exclusive podcast. Leave this in the tribe. See, I'm not even going to post this. We're going to leave this as an exclusive podcast. This is the only people who are going to see this podcast is y'all. So only people who have been seeing this, everything is going, is going to be just us. It's going to be this community, this family. I'm going to post it back in the app. So this is an exclusive podcast for our family. <laughs> so shout out to everybody you have a beautiful and blessed day and i will see y'all later for consecrate and set 
consecration and set your day. Remember, stay steadfast. Last meal is at 8 p.m., but you're, my bad, let me say that. For lunch, right about around this time, you're about to have your only meal. And you're, you can have a smoothie, vegetable juice, or water for dinner. That's pretty much it. To finalize the episode, remember you have the unlimited power in you to achieve whatever it is that you want. First, focus on your relationship with Christ. Seek first the kingdom of God and all of these things will be added on to you. And until that happens, you will miss on all the great things that you have to offer. So remember, let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Peace.